the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Word of God is filled with the most fascinating stories. What's even more incredible, they're all true because His Word is truth. As His children, we should be excited about His Word. Join us today as Pastor Rander continues to encourage us to celebrate the Word. He'll be teaching from Psalms 119, verse 162. You know, you know last year we were in well, Pastors and Wives Conference in Rwanda and Kigali. We were Pastors and Wife Conference in uh, Uganda. Then we were over in the Himalayan Mountains in India uh, dealing with Indian uh, students who had just gotten converted to Christianity out of Hinduism and all the pagantry and idolatry that's around that place. But why should God take us all those places and we don't have nothing in us? Listen, your car can't go far on empty. How fucking you drive when, when your car get when you get past that end that light is on and then it's blinking and it's turning green and yellow and blue, uh, you don't just say oh I got thirty more miles to go. No 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 you got to stop somewhere and begin to what? But you know what? Some of y'all spiritually are just as empty as you can be, and yet you got such big dreams and vision, and God is on the throne saying huh? God's grunting on you. Say nothing in you. Why should I do it? Why should I let you teach? Well, 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 how are you going to represent me? Matter of fact, why should I even let you in heaven and you're not even full of my word? Are y'all still out there? I'm talking about celebrating the word. You know, he can't take you far until you've gone deep in him. So that's very, very critical. Now, you know, you know, what do you do with the scripture? What else do you do with the scriptures? Number three, believe the scripture. You know, you got skeptics and, uh, and people that doubt the validity of this book. Listen, I believe this book from Genesis to Revelation and all the demons in hell can't, can't make me doubt the validity of God's inspired, infallible, inerrant word. John chapter 20, verses 30 through 31. I believe this book with all my, my mama believe it. My grandma believe it. I, I, I believe the book. John 20. Chapter 20, verses 30 through 31, it says, And truly Jesus did many other signs in the, in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. You know, there are a lot of things Jesus did that what, that's not documented. You say, well, why, did, why didn't he? You say, so don't, don't you dare fix your mouth and say, why, why he didn't give us that? Well, you're not doing this. He, you, you can't even handle what he's given you. Why should he write any more? And why should he have written any more for you? You don't have what you already, you, you're not doing what you already have. You see, uh, verse 31, but these, look, but these are written that you may what? Believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Let me tell you something. Here's a big thought. Are y'all hanging with me? Oh, I feel all right this morning. Do you realize you can get saved without a preacher? How many of y'all believe that? 
Do you realize you can get saved without a Sunday school teacher? Now, you say, well, I don't have to go to church then. Yes, you do. Don't go there. That's demonic. The Bible says in Hebrews, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together as the man of some is. You know, you, you know, you come to church and be stimulated to love and good works and all those good things. You come to church to grow. You come to church to be a blessing. You got spiritual gifts deposited into you that you need to be a blessing to others. Others got gifts that they need to bless you with. And that can't, that divine transaction can't happen looking at church on the internet or on television. Television is not going to bury you. They're not going to come and visit you in the hospital. They're not going to bless your baby. I was looking at something the other night. I got, we got in from Europe, and I just happened to cut the TV on because my days and nights were all mixed up. I had jet lag. Y'all know how that is. And so I just cut it on. I couldn't sleep. And I saw this guy on there talking about this prayer rag. It wasn't called prayer rag. It, to me, it was a rag. And he said, oh, oh you better, oh, so, 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 I see you out there. And God, if you get this rag, all your problems going to go away. Oh, hallelujah. I said, look at that sick stuff. And money's coming in by the grow. And come to church, you can't get folks to tithe. You just lay this on your, lay this on your side. Put it on your eye, honey. Put it on your hand. Put it on your finger. Did it grow a finger? <laughs> Folk can believe all of that. And won't believe the word. And God is getting tired of foolishness. And those folk with all those gimmicks and gadgets, they're going to have to stand before God and they're going to give an account for misleading these little old people that's on their social security, living on ends meet, taking what little they got uh, uh, deceptively. That's horrible. I wish I could have gone through the tube. Believe the scripture. Believe the scripture. Oh, here's what I was saying. Put my point. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for bringing it back. I said you can get saved without missionaries and, and teachers and all those things. You know why? You can open up this book and read, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. Whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And all those scriptures, and do you realize you can believe that by just picking up and without a person, you can come into a saving relationship with the Lord apart from human agency. God works through humans. God can save you directly. God can save you through this book. He can say, as a matter of fact, when the rapture comes, do you realize, that's a whole other thing. Help me, Holy Ghost. When the rapture comes, do you realize God is not going to rapture up Bibles? It's not going to rapture up Bibles. Those Bibles are going to still be here. And when they see all these mysterious disappearances all over the world, and when God has snatched the believers away from time to eternity, those who believe not, and had that rebellious spirit will be here. And when they see all those folks missing in action, they're going to see the book. And all of a sudden, they will learn things from the book that they never learned or saw otherwise. And many will be saved not only by the 144,000 Jews and the angel preaching in heaven, but even by the word that's laying around because the word will not be raptured. Amen? So you got, you got to believe that. Look at 1 John 5, 13. It says, these things I have written to you who believe, look, in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. The Word of God helps you to keep believing. It, it stimulates your belief system. It does that. Let's move on. Number four, what are we to do with the Word? We are to live by the Word. Say live by the Word. 
Joshua 1.8, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night to observe, to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way, what? Prosperous, and then thou shalt have, what? Good success. Live by the scripture. There is no success apart from meditating on and obeying the scripture. No success. Not from God's perspective, not from the world. The world can call you successful when God is saying you are a mess. Success from the world's perspective and success from God's perspective is two different things. Do you realize Satan can bless you with things to keep you away from God? Because you know what? You say, I'm lying. No, I'm not lying. It's it's amazing how the more folk get, the less they do for God. I was talking to David Walker, my good friend at Alamo Christian Fellowship. And he said, he said, Brother Rander. I said, what? He said, we got doctors and all kind of folk in our congregation, but it's not those folk that keep the, the church going. What's keeping the church going is those blue-collar workers, those common folk, 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 single moms, widows. It's the average folk that's keeping the church going. He said, because I have come to the conclusion, the more folk make, the less they do for God. The more folk make, the less they give to God. And so you know what Satan can do? Satan can bless you. Satan knows how to bless too. Satan can bless you to keep you from the ultimate blessing of walking with the Lord. But the other side, you can trust God, believe God, and you walk with God, and God takes such delight in you. The scripture also says in Psalms, he will give you the desires of your heart, and then he blesses you because you're walking so faithfully. Now, you don't live right to get blessed materially. That's that gospel of success and all that kind of stuff. No, 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 no. You don't pray to just get material things. Listen, if God doesn't give you anything else, you already have more than you deserve. How many of y'all believe that? How many of y'all know that you got more than you deserve right now if he don't give you another thing? But if you walk with the Lord and you're faithful to him, like God blessed Solomon and all the others and David and, and Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, that same God will bless you and cause you to have success because of your faithfulness to him. On the other hand, Satan can bless you to keep you from God because he, got, he has you so enveloped in your schedule, your stuff, your money, your agenda, till you never begin to do the things of God. Uh, number five, uh, what should we do with the scripture? Study the scripture. Say study. Second Timothy 2.15 says, study to show thyself approval unto God. A workman needeth not be ashamed. What? Rightly, accurately dividing the word of truth. In other words, studying the scripture causes one to increase in wisdom and knowledge and keeps you from being seduced by deception. The more you study, the less deceived you're going to be. The more you study. Study is hard work. This message that I'm working on right now, I worked on this message until I left out of the door. There's not a message that I get through that I can say, Lord, I am through and there's nothing else you can say to me. I am afraid of a person like that. I work on my messages until it's time to deliver. And even many times as I am delivering, God gives me on the spot divine insight. And I have to go back and write that in because I didn't have that when I was in the study at home or the church. You understand what I'm saying? 
studying the scripture, it increases wisdom and knowledge and it keeps you from being seduced and carried away by every kind of doctrine. What are we to do with the word? Memorize the word. Say memorize. Now memorizing the scripture, this is awesome. Lord gave this to me so wonderfully. Memorizing the scripture inoculates the heart to keep it from becoming contaminated with spiritual diseases such as pride, keeps the pride away. It inoculates you to the point that you can't hate if you try. The word keeps that stuff warded off. You know what it does? The word keeps immoral, immoral thoughts from catching root in your mind. It keeps pornography and all that damnable stuff away from you, that inoculation of the word. And you can't just get one dose and it's going to last you a lifetime. This inoculation has to be a a continuous, ongoing thing. Listen, as much hell is around here, we need at least three to seven inoculations a day. You say, what? Yeah. What shot do you get from the medical society that's going to keep you from disease forever? Listen, you get I need my dose in the morning. Then when I get home, I need to be inoculated. That's right. When I got a spot while complaining about the line being long, I I can pull out the word. I inoculate myself. Before I eat, I can read the passage of Scripture on my fridge and inoculate. He staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief and all that. Those Scripture memory words. I inoculate myself before I eat, and I keep on inoculating, inoculating, inoculating to the point that Satan cannot allow the immoral thoughts to contaminate my mind. Spiritual disease, the bitterness. The Word of God pushes out the bitterness, the revenge, getting even, bad motives, and on and on it goes. It inoculates you against spiritual diseases. That's why scripture memory is so important. If I were to stop right now for the sake of time I want and say it without putting on the screen, quote the scripture memory verses that we had all month, and I bet you that three-fourths of this congregation would struggle to do it. You see it up there and you let it go. You don't write it down. You don't cut it out. You don't put, you don't put it anywhere, and, and you let all this stuff catch root in your heart. Uh, Psalms 119, 11a says, your word have I hidden in my heart. Memorize the word. Hide the word in your heart. What do we do with the word? Number seven, don't forget the word. Don't what? Forget the word. Psalms 119, 16 and 93 says, I will delight myself in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Psalm 119, 93 says, I am a companion of all who fear you and those who keep your precepts. You see, let me put it this way about forgetting the word. To forget the word is to forget your most valuable possession. <laughs> to forget the word. You know, when you forget your wallet, uh, 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 your purse, and you, you are out somewhere, you, you, you kinda, you're uneasy, you're disturbed, and that's just the way we ought to be when we forget the word, even more so. More so, don't forget the word. Uh, number eight, don't waste the word. Say waste. Don't waste the word. First Samuel 3.19. Don't waste the word. If, that's negligent if you waste the word. Don't waste it. First Samuel 3.19 says, So Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and let none of his words fall to the ground. Little boy Samuel, let none of the word of God fall to the ground. 
How many of you among by radio and everywhere else, and how many of you in this audience, how many of you are wasting the word of God? He said, well, I don't know if I'm wasting it. Well, I tell you how you know when you're wasting it. To waste the word is to hear the word and do nothing with it. When you hear the word and you don't do anything with the word you have heard, you just what? Wasted the word of God. You've wasted this message if all you do is you write it, shed it up, and you through with it for the next message, and you haven't done nothing with the message last week or the week before. Wasting. Number nine, pray the word. Say pray the word. 1 Corinthians 14, 15 says, what is the conclusion then? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will also pray with the understanding. Praying the word empowers our prayer lives and helps us to pray with an understanding. The, the word of God gives us, uh, help us to understand. The word of God gives clarity to our prayer life, and it, it empowers our prayer life like nothing else can. The word of God empowers our prayer lives, and it helps us to pray with an understanding. That's awesome. Praying the scripture, integrating the scripture in your prayers is a powerful thing indeed. Number 10, what do you do with the word? Share the word. Say, share the word. Acts 1.8, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Sharing the word of God is essential and vital. We knock on the door. We're not talking about the cowboys when we knock on the doors on the street. We're talking about the Lord and his word. Word. The disciples shared, they dispensed the word. Jesus preached the word. Paul preached the word. Jeremiah, Isaiah, they spoke uh, in the spirit the word. Number 11, celebrate the word. Say celebrate the word. Psalms 119, 162, that's our text. I rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure. Because the word is from God. How many of the word is from God? How many of y'all know the word is valuable? Because the word is so valuable, we must never cease to praise God for his written word in our language, which means to keep the Bible with us, and we must make the Bible more priority than our cell phone. You keep it with, when you celebrate the word, it's more priority than everything. I got a cell phone illustration. Hang on to your seatbelt. I wonder what would happen if we treated our Bible like we treat our cell phone. Here we go. What if we used it in case of emergency? Like the cell phone. (laughs) What if we carried it around in our purse or pocket? Like the cell phone. What if the word went off in the church like the cell phone rings off in the church? You better hurry and cut it off. Somebody's going to be a living example. You better check it. (laughs) What what if we turned around to go get it if we forgot it? Like the word. How many of you forgot your phone? Come on, let's be honest. How many of you forgot your phone and you went back to get your phone? Raise your hands. Come on. Okay. What if you turned around and went and got your phone? Got got the Bible like you did the phone? Uh, I'm not through yet. What if we flip through the Bible several times a day like we flip through the numbers several times a day in your address book? Amen. And you got all those names. 
in the address book, John Doe, Susu, Cuckoo, Poo Poo. What if you flip through the, the address book of the cell phone? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Josh, Judge. Oh, I'm in my address book. I'm in my address book. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Oh, I want John. John, 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 John. What if you flip through the pages of the book like you do the pages of, of the address? Oh, now the amens are gone. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm talking about the cell phone. What if we used it to receive messages from the text? Huh? Text messaging. Uh, uh, the cell phone. What if we gave it to kids as gifts? The Bible. <laughs> you give them a, a cell phone before a Bible? Listen, what if we upgraded it to the latest version? Mm-hmm the Bible I'm speaking of uh, over the cell phone. What if, listen, what if we treated it like we couldn't live without it? Huh? Let's be honest. How many of y'all got a cell phone on your person, in your car, in your pocket right now, somewhere around? Raise your hand. Okay. What if we treated the scripture as higher priority than the cell phone? Huh? My question is to you today, where is your Bible? Beloved, you are negligent if you bring your cell phone to church instead of your Bible. Oh, and one more thing. Unlike our cell phone, we don't have to ever worry about static. But the Bible, you don't hear what I'm talking about. You don't have to worry about static. No, you don't. No, 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 no. You don't have to worry about drop calls. No, no, no. You don't even have to worry about payments of bills because the bill has been paid at the cross. How many of you know the bill was paid at the cross? He died on the cross. He was buried on the cross. He was buried from that cross to the grave. And he rose early Sunday morning. And the bill has been paid by Jesus Christ. Summary, I'll be done. Three points. Number one, apart from the Bible, it is impossible to cultivate an intimate, authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. You know what this Bible is all about? It is about bringing you into a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. And from, apart from this scripture, how do you cultivate a genuine, authentic relationship with Jesus. Number two, to have more interaction with people, to have more interaction with cell phones, internets, to have more interaction with sports and games on the computer, to have more interaction with the television than with the Lord Jesus Christ is a gross, and his word is a gross sin of negligence. Some of you have more interaction with those things than you do with your Bible. That ought to make you think. You know, churches now, they just doing one hour, zip them in and zip them out. You know what they're saying? We, uh, we can get it done in an hour. If the Holy Ghost got anything else he want to say, he got to wait till next week. One hour stop service, like one hour dry cleaning. Oh, God, help me, Holy Ghost. Listen. How many days a week God gives you? 
seven. How many hours in a day? How many, how many, how many months in, in a year? Uh, how many weeks in a year? All of that. Uh, the, the, air, the air we breathe and all of these things. How many of you are glad you're saved? How many of you thank God for the blood? How many of you thank God for grace? How many of you thank God for mercy? How many of you thank God that he's a Jehovah Jireh? He provides. Well, why do you restrict God to one hour of service? little 20-minute, 15-minute message every Sunday. Now, if you're not the pastor, you ought to preach shorter. Amen. God gave me this flock. Won't y'all say amen? Amen. I will pastor, you were absent. They were up there. They preached two hours. Wait, no, no. They only said, well, we got early today. I said, well, that's good. You ought to. Amen. But, but there's a point I'm making here is that God has been that good to you and I, and then we want to limit him to one hour. We want to have a mass on him. And yet we go down there to the spurs, and they go overtime. You can't, you, too, you, you, you got to use a restroom and can't even go. <laughs> That's right. You'll watch a three-hour football game, nine innings, and then overtime, then the 15 inning, you still sitting there saying, ooh, ooh it's nothing, nothing. That's, that's boring. Huh? You watch a three-hour movie. Huh? You'll be on the golf course for nine rounds. How long that takes? I don't know. 18 holes. Yeah, 18 holes. How long does that take? I don't play golf. Four hours. Come on, talk to me. And then you come to church, and all of a sudden you clock watch it. That's why we don't have a clock in here. As a matter of fact, there's no clocks in glory. If you don't bring your watch, you just going to worship. Huh? What are you doing? You're going to rush God. You can't hurry God. And I'm telling you today, when you think about who God is to you, you ought to treat him better with your worship, and you ought to have more interaction with him in the house of God. Number three, finally but not the least, listen. Spiritual regression, erosion, backsliding. Slow down. Spiritual what? Regression, erosion, backsliding, barrenness, and unfruitfulness are a byproduct of a weak, distant, frail relationship with Jesus Christ. You know why some of you are eroding and you're you're worse off now than you were? It's because of a distant, frail, weak relationship with Jesus. But if I would ask you, how many of you in here just think you are spiritual? Just think you are spiritual. You don't have, I mean, if you think you're spiritual, raise your hand. It's okay. I'm not going to cuss you out or nothing. I'm not going to do that. I don't cuss. How many of you think you are spiritual? I don't even, no, I don't. I don't cuss. Yes, my wife. I don't cuss. I don't cuss. Some of y'all, now you're scared because you know there's someone on the other side of this. So you're scared to, now you don't want to be spiritual. Okay. All right. You, 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 you stubborn now. <laughs> but listen, if you are that spiritual, then where's the spiritual beef? In other words, where is your faithful attendance? If you're so spiritual, where is your tithe? If you're so spiritual, where is the discipleship? Who are you discipling? If you're so spiritual, where is the self-denial in your life? If you're so spiritual, where's the sacrificial service? If you're so spiritual, where's the fruits of your labor in the house of God? If you would die, what would we have to replace because you are gone? If you are so spiritual, where are the fruits of repentance in your life? If you are so spiritual, where is the joy, the gladness, and the praise? 
you're spiritual, why can't you smile? If you're so spiritual, why can't you shout? Why can't you praise God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and spirit? Where is the spiritual beef? Don't tell me you're spiritual. You're not glad in the Lord. And all God's children said, Father. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.